Welcome to the Hope United Church Podcast. We are one church with two locations. For video live streams of our services and more information, please visit www.hopeunited.org.uk. The message title is called The Elimination Process and how God adds to your world by removing people from your life. We always think that God adds stuff to your world by adding people to your life. But a lot of the time he adds stuff to your world by removing people from your life. Now what I'm going to do tonight is, because it was that good this morning, uh, I'm going to just give you a wee quick run through of what we spoke about, uh, because I think it's so helpful. But I'm going to read the scripture that I read from anyway. It's Judges 7, 1 to 7. And then it says then, Jeroboam, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well of Harod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, my own hand has saved me. Now therefore proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 22,000 of the people returned and 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. Bring them down to the water and I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of whom I say to you, this one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And of whom I say, this one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water and the Lord said to Gideon, everyone who laps from the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees uh, to drink and the number of those who lap putting their hands to their mouths, I'll show you an illustration later, was 300 men. But all the rest of the people who got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. That's an important word there, his place that will bring at the end. Before this, God said in Judges 6.16, the Lord said to him, surely I will be with you and you will defeat the Midianites as one man. The message title, as I said, is the elimination process. There is a huge difference, and I'll be quick here because some of you have heard this. There is a huge difference between around you and for you. There's a massive difference between people that's round about you and people who's actually for you. I've learned that in church. This is a experience message. This is a scars message. This is a message that that takes years and years of being in the trenches to learn about who's with you and who's actually for you. There are people with you, but not necessarily for you. Uh, And it's, and it's, it's epidemic in churches. And I hate it. Just to be honest with you. I hate it with a passion. If I've got nothing to fight, I think I'll quit. (laughs) No, because that's what I like to do. Some people say, oh, we don't fight anymore. That's all I'm, I'm here to fight, yeah. <laughs> in a sense. No, we want to build in peace. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. throughout history and throughout the, this young church's history, uh, and this is mere personal, this is what God's doing with me, uh, as well as what I believe he's doing with the church. Uh, you'll always get people who come with their own agenda mm-hmm. and their own idea of church. Usually frightened pastors leave them alone and never say anything to them. Before you know it, you become many churches, one location. Churches who will have three worship teams. The only time they'll come to play is when they're on. No, yeah. Yeah. If they don't like it, they'll they'll let you know by their face. Mm -hmm. People, you know, that stuff. Want to build their own agenda and their own platform. And I think we've been there many times. And I think we were ready to go back in there. We could have went back in there. Uh, if we wouldn't have enough experience in battles to make sure that we're not going there yeah, true. with that stuff. Uh, united we stand, divided you leave. It is that simple. Uh, when Chantelle Norman was speaking yesterday and I was speaking to her in the green room, a beautiful person, her and John Norman building an amazing church, Soul Church in Norwich, up to 1,500 people. She says, two things we let the people know from the get-go in our church, what we don't, what, what we don't tolerate. Is, is, is the predators, the, the sickos and the wackos. 
who are coming to hurt people. Yeah. And secondly, them who want to bring division because they want to argue all the time. Yeah. He says, we let them know for the get-go that we're not buying into that. So if, if that's who you are, then... I see this in Dundee all the time because we're having to set the culture. I, I, I see stuff like in Dundee and, and different things like this. And I, I say to people, I says, the reason I'm saying this now is because the sooner we can get ready, the religious, the better. The quicker we get rid of the shot of the religious, the less we'll need to manage them. Yeah. Seriously. Because it's not worth it. And this is what God's doing here in this. So there's people who are with you, but they're not for you. Uh, they're not for you. Oh, they, they've got their own agenda. They've got their own thing going on. They're not here. See, see, this is our agenda, just in case you don't know. Our agenda is setting captives free, bringing freedom to people and raising them up to be all that God has called them to be. That's our agenda. Now let me just say, that's our agenda and it's our only agenda. And the process to that will be teaching, equipment, helping people do that. Anything or anything that's trying to sabotage that or get in the way, we'll talk about stuff last to stop it. If they need to be confronted, this is brutal, isn't it? If they need to be confronted, they'll be confronted. We're not talking about people who's frightened or people who... We're not talking about us. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people with agenda. Yeah. Yeah. We an agenda that what they don't like. The, 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 the only thing they carry is an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll no carry toilet roll. Yeah. But they'll carry one big, huge opinion. Yeah. That's right. uh, we, we, we'd rather you carry toilet roll than an opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So many people who are around you are no for you and God will always subtract people for your life. Gideon started with 32,000 men. Everybody say 32,000. Going against 20,000. Massive advantage. 12,000 advantage. But God did an elimination process because he says there are too many. And then he said this hands up who's frightened. And 12,000 put their hand up. Now for you who have been this morning you know there's a difference between frightened and do not afraid. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. All the men who were out there on Saturday, we were just doing it a bit afraid. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. There's a difference between that and having an agenda. Yeah. Uh, 12,000 people advantage. Now, now I, I said this this morning. Some people, it wouldn't matter what advantage or what odds are stacked in their favour. You could not convince them to be positive. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Regardless of that, ah, but it's no that. Well, what is it then? Well, it's no that. It would not matter what you say. They would find a negative. I have Joyce Meyer saying this one. She says, my husband says to me in the early days, because she's been through an amazing journey, she says, in the early stages, my husband Dave said to me, Joyce, it will be a real miracle if you could have two positives in a row. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying with that? Ah, but it's not that. And it doesn't matter what evidence you show or what favour they have. There's an internal defeatedness that makes them never believe that they're in it. They're only looking for for the negative. They're scanning their whole life for the negative. Even no no matter what you tell them, even if you arm them with the facts, your enemy is outnumbered by 12,000. Ah, but... You don't get it. It's not that. And they are no, they are no the best people for you to get into a battle with. Because the first sign of trouble, they're going to think that, oh, that's a a mess. This is what makes them so frightened and God goes into the root of what their fear is, what I spoke about. Their root of fear is self-sufficiency. This is why they say, this is why we know the root of fear is self-sufficiency or the root of fear is self-sufficiency. The reason we know that the root of their fear is self-sufficiency is because God says, see if they win a battle, they'll think it's about them. See if they win the battle, they'll take all the credit. They'll not get it to me. They'll take all the credit, which tells me that they're not doing it unto God. They're doing it unto self. People that do things unto self are frightened yeah, wow. because they struggle to take advice or take anything on board. They take instruction because they know everything. Yeah. Yeah. You need it, but you know because you're no. You need church. I'm glad you're in church because you need it. I've been praying for you. I've been praying for you to go to church, but me, I'm all right. I'm sorted. Yeah. Really? Uh, so they won't receive anything. Uh, 
Adam and Eve, and I mentioned this this morning, Adam and Eve didn't have fear until they decided to feed themselves. You know what Adam, it says that Adam walked in the earth in the cool of the day. Not a care in the world. Not a care in the world. Didn't even need food. We're talking about spiritual food here. Didn't he need food? God had provided all his food for him. Until he eats the apple. Until, until he, he gets deceived into believing that he can become like, he can become God and not need God because he can get enough knowledge to call all his own shots. No matter what journey you're on, whatever stage you're at in your life, you're never going to learn enough to not need God. The greatest thing that can happen is, is you're going to learn enough to know that you do need him. It's a whole different ballgame. So, so, do you want me to smile? <laughs> the thing is, is every time I get a photo, I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Having a go at somebody. Uh. So Adam, Adam, then God says to Adam, Adam, where are you? He says, I'm hiding. He says, what are you hiding for? He says, because I'm scared. I'm afraid. I'm frightened. Why are you frightened? Because I'm naked. Why are you naked? Because I decided to eat stuff and become self-sufficient that I didn't need you. So he ate. He got filled. He got frightened. He became self-sufficient. At the root of all fear, at the root of all fear, it's self-sufficiency. Okay, move on. Uh, and so God, right away, 22,000, gone. You go back to where you live. You go back to your own place. And he said this, and that's why I said, put them back into their own place. Move them back to their own place. It's dead important as I bring this in. So the enemy's biggest lie, and I said this this morning, the enemy's biggest lie is to tell you that you don't need God. Yeah. Same lie every time. The lie is that you don't need God. When I hear people talking about friends, oh, no, friend. Oh, you, you need fa- You know I'm anti that, didn't you? If you don't know it, you're going to learn it. This family time over God time. I don't have too many lives. I have one. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Forsake the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to it. Yeah. The only people that tell you that stuff is the self-sufficient. Yeah. Because they know it makes them feel better yeah. for doing less. Yeah. Do you know what? know what I've learned? And I need to just say this. I'm not going to do less to make you feel better. I'm actually going to do more to make you feel worse so that you think you should start doing something. (laughs) So they know you have a self-sufficiency issue. God gets ready. 70%, 68.8%. I don't know that off the top of my head. I googled it. What's 27%? 22,000 people who couldn't take instruction. 22,000 people who could not take instruction are, you're better off without them going against. Now, if you think about it now, well, you don't need to think about it much. Now, Gideon is going against a 20,000 army with 10,000 because the 22,000 who can't take instruction are a total liability when you're going into a battle because they want to debate. <laughs> they want to debate. Oh, well, I don't like that song. I like that song. Oh, I heard somebody saying to Pastor uh, Kevin Gerald once, he says, Pastor, I want you to play that song. It makes me cry. <laughs> and Kevin Gerald says to him, so you're trying to explain to me that you just want to cry? <laughs> Is that what you're here for? For a good cry? Why don't you just put a sad film on? <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a thing about self-sufficient people that makes them unable to take instruction and unable to submit and unable to take guidance with people because they've all got their own idea. Yeah. Uh, so now Gideon's down to 10,000. His massive advantage is now halved, uh, which, no, which can start making you think, oh, no, am I doing something wrong here? You know, I, I say this, and I said it this morning. See, if people are coming to this church and growing with what they're getting fed, mm-hmm. and some people aren't, mm-hmm. it's got nothing to do with the seed. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, is insecure leaders change the seed. Because they think, oh, I better see this now. I 
I better say this to keep this crowd happy because they're big tithers. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and they know Betty and Mary and Tom and John and the sons in the worship. <laughs> and if we have a word with that, self-sufficient <laughs> gossip. Their son will go, their mom will go, their dad will go, the, son, the dog will go, the cat will go, and I think, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Send, don't send us a postcard. Uh, when God says to Gideon in verse 4, Gideon, there's still too many. He's like, what, 10,000? There's 12,000 gone here. Now we're down to 10,000, there's still too many. But Gideon knows no question that because... God already told him, Gideon, I'm going to make this army one man. Yeah. That's what we've got to do in Hope United. Yeah. It's not me. We're all me. Yeah. And we're all Jesus. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I understand that churches have had what they would think is called dictators in their church, and maybe they have had dictators in their church, to the point of view that they now become all things to all men. So you've got this concophony of leadership mm. where people are allowed to pick styles about what they like. I've never read anywhere, and I'm an avid study of church growing, where that works. Because what happens is people pick who they like yeah. and they join who they like. Right. We're with them now. We're not even, it's not even Jesus now. You become a type of, type of you like a type of leader. Yeah. I like that type of leader. But I don't know about that. I like when he's on, because he's brilliant. But I don't like when he's on. Yeah. So we end up creating. Uh-huh. And it just, do you know what it does? Just sheep scatter. Yeah. Eventually, sheep scatter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what happens. Uh, and when people are leaving you, you can question yourself. I say to you in the front row, don't keep questioning yourself when people are not here. You don't need them. Well. You do, but I'll explain why in a different way how you need them at the end. So here's the next elimination process. He gets rid of the self-sufficient. Now he gets rid of the next phase of people. He gets rid of the self-indulgent. The self-indulgent are harder to get rid of because they look as if butter wouldn't melt in their mouth. Okay, they look sorted. You would think, you would think, they, they walk about with a halo. They're cocky. You could not a conversation will not remove them for your life. Yeah. No, what I want, no. you, you, need, you, you could hit them with a sledgehammer and they wouldn't be offended. Because they've got a persona to keep up. Yeah. When they leave, they want to make it more that it's your fault that they're not here because they're still really godly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you were as godly as that, you were here, you wouldn't have been as much a flipping nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm running about people that love me. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you know that now? Oh, you're quoting scripture on Facebook now? Yeah, okay. So you pity you never read the Bible when you were in church. <laughs> but you weren't doing that when you were in church about how much you know when you leave. Listen, when. When they type of prodigals leave, listen, do you know how, know how when prodigals leave? It's because they've got loads in their bag when they leave. Mm. It's the next month you see them when the, the stuff stops coming. Yeah. Yeah. When the prodigal falls and he's hard luck. Yeah. The first, no, have you, ever, have you ever fell out with somebody and then they leave and you always, you always think they're doing amazing? That's, a, that's an enemy tactic to make you feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Think, there must be something wrong with me because they seem yeah. to be doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Just leave it a month. Just leave it a month or two. As the tweet stop. When the Facebook stop, mm-hmm. <laughs> as the stuff stops, mm-hmm. I'm not judging it. No, this could come across as really unloving. Uh, but hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the self-sufficient are easy to spot because you just do a Q and A. The self-indulgent won't leave with a conversation, or they, they, because they, they, they're too tough. So God, God learns, God's, God teaches Gideon here. There's a different process. We're going to water test them. We're going to have to put them through a process to know where their heart is. Yeah. Seriously. And he says, what we're going to do is we're going to wait to see what they're like when the heat comes. Mm-hmm. We're going to wait to see what they're like when problems start. We're going to wait and see what they're like when, when they don't get all the attention. Yeah. We're going to wait and see what they're like. More than that, 
We're going to see what they're like when the 22, they cannot hide behind the 22,000 anymore. Yeah. We're going to see what they're like when they cannot hide behind the f- people who have not got it all together. Yeah. See, the self-indulgent are great at giving advice to people who they feel further on on. But they're terrible at to submitting to leadership. Yeah. Terrible. Because they like... See, they can give advice. See, that their ace trump card does. If I can... They're underdog cheerleaders extraordinaire. Yeah. 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 They can't cheer on the men of God above them. And I know this can come across... Totally, I, I couldn't give a rip right enough, but I'm just telling you, I know this can come across that... that Oh, I'm getting used to cheer me. I'm not. Listen, I don't. This is not about me. This is. This is about. This is about wanting souls. This is about. This is about becoming one. This is about. This is about taking the enemy by force. Yeah. Yeah. And the self-indulgent have an ability to make you think you're the judge uh, because they don't show fear or timidity. uh, It's hard to spot their motives. It's hard to spot their motives. Their motives look really good at first uh, because they can hide behind 22,000 people. See, they can hide in the shade. They don't carry anything. They've never carried anything. The 22,000 have carried it. And the other lot, the 300 here that I'm going to go to, they carry it. They've not had to carry anything. Mm -hmm. It's the minute they start asking to carry something, do you want to take that toilet roll in? It's the minute they're asked to do that. It's the minute they're asked to turn up early and leave late. Yeah. <laughs> it's the minute they have to work on the job yeah. when they're not too sure, but they still yeah. have a great attitude. Yeah. Yeah. They can't hide behind the 22,000 anymore because yeah. 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 it's dead easy to look brilliant in front of the weak. Yeah. It's dead easy to look great when you're in front of 22,000 people who are weaker than you yeah. or who are frightened. It's much harder when you get down to 10,000 and only 300 who's decent. Or 300 decent, not the word. 300 who get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God takes them through that process. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how they drink, and this is how they do it. Just quickly, this is how they do it. Then I'll go into the last wee bit that I want to mention. The first lot just dips in. They're, they're, they're sweating and knackered. They, go to the, they get to the pool. They're so self-indulgent that they actually start drinking less and God's got an amazing way of eliminating these people. And they start drinking like that. They're no nothing. They're just their their full faces in the in the water. The next lot bend down like that and lap it up. Like Their full faces in the water as well, practically. But it lifts a wee bit. God says the ones that do it with using their hands. They're the three hundred. They drink like that. They were making sure they were keeping their eye on the enemy and the eye on God and the eye on their other men. They weren't getting caught up in their own self-indulgent world. So God's like, they're the 300. See the rest of them, I want you to send them back to their place. Okay, I could go on a lot more about the self-indulgent, but I'll not bother. Uh, I would honestly say, listen to the message this morning because I get into a bit more depth about the self-indulgent. See the the weak and the frightened, let me just say this, see the weak and the frightened, they don't have enough experience to spot the (laughs) self-indulgent. <laughs> the weak and the frightened don't have enough experience to spot the self-indulgent because they've probably no had enough battles. Wow. And, and, and the more insecure you are, the less likely you are to notice in the self-indulgent because you're just delighted they're there. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually delighted when they leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing, this is what I say, is the only thing the self-indulgent carry is an opinion. It's yeah. the only thing they carry, an opinion. I said this morning, they say, oh, well, it's not really my bag. I said, well, no, that's because you've got an ugly bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not my bag. Well, I'm not caring whose bag it is. That's not my bag. That's not my thing. See, if you're in a church, you're part of your church where, it, where it's surrounded, but it's not my bag, you're in bother. Yeah. You're in deep stook. Yeah. You might think you're not, but you're in deep bother because you'll never want anything. Because yeah. <laughs> you'll be fighting in-house battles yeah. constantly. Yeah. Uh, and God removed 9,700 self-indulgent people. He's left with 300. 300 men 
out of 32,000, he's got 300 men and God's doing that, right? That's it. That seems about a fair number now. <laughs> what? That seems about right for one in Mac in a battle. 300 against 10,000, this is a skush. It's a walk in the park. 300 who are actually just one. Then everybody with their own ideas and their own... Listen, you understand here, these 300 people can have ideas, but they've got one goal and one purpose. This is no saying that people can't have input and ideas and can't be creative. It's not saying that. It's not saying, like, I need to become a robot. Listen, see if that's how you think, you probably are not one of the 300. If I would need to explain that to you, then the chances are you're not one of the 300. Anyway, uh, so... Let's move on. So God says to Gideon, Gideon says, uh, God says to Gideon in verse 7, that's it, the process is done, 300 years. Uh, I want to send the rest of them back to their comfort and where they belong. No, back to their own place. You've all you need for your battle. You've all you need to win. Yeah. And then this. God also said this in verse 9 and 10. I said this this morning. It happened on the same night. So he's got done to the 300, right? It happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise and go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you're afraid, well, hold on, I thought you'd get rid of the afraid. No, 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 no. I know you guys in here, you, sometimes you just do things scared. Sometimes you're just a wee bit nervous. Sometimes you're just a wee bit nervous. That's not the same. You can be nervous and still have the right heart. You can be frightened and still have the right heart. You can be no sure and still have the right heart. I can assure you, Scott Bissett was scared yesterday. He was flapping. Yeah. I'll tell you what, but you would never have known. You would never have known. You as women would have never have known. Because you're having a good time. Yeah. When is he not there? But I know Scott and I know Maggie. Ma- Maggie and uh, Stacey were doing the giving yesterday. And what was it? Because it's, it's big. It's no, it was a big day and they were wanting to get it right. Rachel in the second row, she was playing the keyboard and she hurt, she hurt one of the keys. She hurt one of the keys and it flung her. I've done it, I've done it a hundred times with a message where I've said the wrong thing and it's just flung me. Yeah. The thing is, I've got 40 minutes to get it right. You've got three minutes to get it right with a song. Yeah. See, that's not the fear God's talking about. Because no. I know your heart. The only reason you were disappointed is because you wanted to get it right for them, not for you. And I want to say it, no, and I said it today, the, no, I seen Maggie coming up, you see Maggie coming up on the platform last week and she was supposed to go up and talk about volunteers, she never even mentioned volunteers, she just, she, she just went mind blocked, she just said something, she, and then when Vicky says, so you've done great Maggie, she says, it's not as easy as it looks, like, no, it's not as easy as it looks. Remember that? Here's the thing, that's scared. Yeah. Give me scared. Yeah. Scared's still in the 300. Yeah. Scared's no self-sufficient nor self-indulgent. Yeah. They're just a wee bit frightened. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> but the self-sufficient and the self-indulgent would want to lord out of that. Yeah. Especially self-indulgent because they don't look for it. Yeah. You see the self-indulgent, they're no scared. Yeah. They're too arrogant to be scared. So they want to lord the earth him. Okay. So you see people doing it scared, doing it afraid. God won't equip the self-sufficient, nor the self-indulgent, but he will equip the wee bit frightened or a wee bit scared. Maggie, Scots, Ness. Phenomenal yesterday. Phenomenal. Totally phenomenal. To share that with the world. Phenomenal. Stacey, seriously. Yeah. Give me the scared. Yeah. Give me the scared. Yeah. I'll, tell, I'll tell you about Nestle. He seem a wee bit self and self here, but this is where we're at tonight. Let me just tell you something about Nestle. I preach on this platform weekly. I don't know I don't know that there's a more supportive person when I'm preaching in this room. Give me the Nessies any day. Yeah. Well, I won't be applauding. 
Good. Leave, or we'll cut your arms off. <laughs> I won't be playing the game. No, with a pal. I think I don't see it. I see everyone. I'm not talking in here with you, beautiful people. This is nearly this this whole series is nearly worked because we're nearly at shot at them. <laughs> eh? Eh? It's working! Yeah, dancer. No, there's a massive difference between building an issue-based platform and dealing with God's issues on the platform. Yeah. <laughs> Your Vicky's who had to step up this weekend. Vicky, for the first five minutes of your message, just... Do you know what? She made a mistake right at the start of your message and it took her... Uh, you were phenomenal all day, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there were five minutes of the message where she just lost it a wee bit. I had to leave. I was panicking. I, I wasn't at the conference. Well, I was at the conference. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I was at the conference, but but I came in. I came in in the second, just 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 to hear the a wee bit and just just to kind of uh, just see a wee bit what was happening. And uh, I, I don't think it was, it was not my gig. I don't know why I'd be here. Just wasn't my. No, it was Vicky's gig. You know what I mean? It's not my gig. No. And uh, I stood at the back and. Vicky started speaking, Callum was at the back, because he was no for leaving. <laughs> Can I stay in? <laughs> so he stayed in, and funny's way, he put Dave something else in here. Uh, so he was at the back, and I says, I says, she's nervous. See, we're one. I says, she's nervous here. I says, I'm, I'm too nervous. And I left and I, I drove for 40 minutes in the car. And I text Calm constantly and I just prayed constantly in the spirit the whole time. Just prayed in the spirit all the time and Calm's like, she's bringing it back. She's, she's bringing it back. She's, she's getting there. She's got her nerves. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just keep on praying. He's like, she's good. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, why are you going in the toilets? <laughs> He's like, she's good. He's like, in fact, she's really good. Mark, she's nailing it. Yes. Yes. We're one. Yes. That's no self-sufficient. Nor is it self-indulgent. Just a wee bit scared. Okay. Let me close with what I didn't say this morning. I don't want to read all this. Uh, do you mind if I don't read it? Because it's quite... No, we're going later. Don't, don't you be doing that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my gig now. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, oh. You had your day. Okay. Okay. And to be quite honest with you, sweetheart, see if it wasn't even for me praying, you would have bombed. <laughs> Did you shut up? Okay. The man's here, alright? The man. I'm not gonna I'll just read a wee bit, so and get it, it says it, it says The what happened was it says so Gideon Gideon's no frightened. He's scared. No, you understand, but no self so He's just a wee bit scared. Yeah. And God says, see if you're scared, take poor away. Take a good friend. Somebody that gets you, somebody that loves you, somebody that doesn't mind you being scared. Yeah. Somebody that's okay when you're scared yeah. and gets you and comforts you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, there's something about that. I was with Mr. O'Brien yesterday and we were working and he could see his lap. He's telling me, Camden. <laughs> <laughs> but also as well as... Because he's serving and he, he wasn't too sure. Just see everything again, just go, ah, oh, doing amazing. You're doing amazing here. We're doing amazing here. Scott, you're doing amazing, mate. You're doing, you know, just that wee bit just gets you rallied together and gets you, you know, listen, we know we don't know what we're doing here. We were in the panic room here a wee bit, but we're doing the best. And, and, then, and, and then, so, so Pura goes with Gideon. And God says, I want you to go into the enemy's territory, and I want you to go on a wee spying mission. You're going to get into a wee spying mission. You can read it yourself. You're going to get a wee spying mission. You're going to have a... You're going to hear things that's going to help you. Wait till you hear this. This will blow your socks off, right? 
So they give you this, they give you the, aye, lean in. <laughs> Stacey's getting excited. <laughs> See when you say you're going to love her, Stacey's like, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Stacey was so keen yesterday that she gave out the given before the given was measured. <laughs> you're awesome, Stacey. I'm like, I'm looking at the back. Stacey, get back, get back, get back. Maggie's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It was awesome. I say, Stacey, but I've not hot the emotion yet. But I didn't want to see that because then they would look at the back if any of the women turned around like, look at, look at the controlling pasta. Look at the controlling pasta. Trying to get more money out of people's pocket. I didn't want to see that. And Stacey's like, okay, and then... That, that was it, and then she's like, they're going out. Then they went too late. <laughs> they went too late. <laughs> Here's a laugh, I'll tell you this one. Are you all right here for five minutes? Do you close? We had, we had, uh, we were going out. So we had pens to give to folk, right? Now, we're a dead organised church. If you come, you know we're dead organised, switched on, high level excellence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened this weekend. <laughs> uh, and it was still awesome. You've never seen this. And that's the good thing. It's behind the scenes. <laughs> so, we're like, because people maybe want to give on cat. We don't care. Listen, listen. We don't. Uh, we're a giving church, not a taking church. It's not about that, you know. Well, we, we have a full conference or a full day. We lunch and we charge £10. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some folk are like, I mean, I'm surprised. I was looking for steak tartare. <laughs> I'm like, you've got an ugly bag. <laughs> Can you get it to go? <laughs> so, so we're like, so it's in case people want to give the card or whatever. So I was like, right, you need to get a minute. So I was like, <laughs> so you, but in order to do that, you need a pen. So before I was like, where's the pens? Well, Donna knew where they were. <laughs> Stacy and Maggie had three between them. <laughs> and one did the work. <laughs> so the song that they were singing that's supposed to take three minutes, we had a back like, ah, keep going, keep going. Forward. The given's no for the back row. Keep going, keep going. The folk like, I need a pen, I need a pen. Stacey like, I need a pen. <laughs> Fraser's like, I'm like, Auntie Fraser, keep going. James is like, keep going. <laughs> Callum, he's washed up, he's no caring. <laughs> he's on the drums, that's awesome. That's awesome. He's no caring. Well, we need the pens. What did he find out the day? We were in the office today having a wee debriefing. Where was the pens, Donna? Oh, they were out there. <laughs> I bought six packs of pens. Thanks for telling us. Okay, okay, I need to go. I need to close here. So here's Gideon. Gideon goes to the Gideon. Then he's scared. He takes a friend with him. He goes. And a spying mission. And, and God says to him, you're going to hear stuff that's going to help you. And he goes and he hears stuff. And what he hears is, is two men talking. Two Midianites. You can't get into any te enemy territory and expect to hear a friend. So a Midianite's talking to Amalekite or two Amalekites or two Midianites. is who they were fighting. And they have this chat. And one of the guys says to them, and he says, I had this dream last night. Gideon's listening to this. He says, I was lying in my bed. This is what the guy says. And a loaf, a big loaf of bread came hurling down. He says, and it knocked right into my tent. I've seen some of your baiting. <laughs> See what I think about it? No. And it knocked into my tent. And it destroyed it. Now, I'm not going to get into you about barley breads or anything like that. Because there's a whole thing, there's a whole message about barley bread and how it would break up into crumbs. Wow. Because there's no yeast in it. Wow. See? See, God, Jesus fed the 5,000 with barley bread because wow. it could break into crumbs. Wow. You see, it wasn't 
know what I'm saying? That's a different message. But uh, you'll love that stuff, Callum. Uh, better than even the women's conference, you'll love it. <laughs> and uh, the bread came hurling down. <laughs> the bread came hurling down and, and, it, and, it, and it broke into the tent and it would have all broke up. And the man, the, the Midianite says to the man, I know what that is. He says, that's the sword of Gideon and his army coming to destroy us. Okay, wait you hear this. So Gideon went back to his army and says, I know what today, everybody on your feet. He says, we're going to go and take the battle. This is what he'd done. As they got up to go to battle, because Gideon interpreted the message, because 300 men who are smart, no self-sufficient and self-indulgent, become very smart. And he says, I know what this is about. And what I said yesterday, last night, and, and, and this morning was, see when you get into tactics, and tactics seem crazy, you don't want the self-indulgent or the self-sufficient around about you. Because they'll think it's crazy what you're doing. You know, it was pandemonium. I'm saying pandemonium. We had a bit of laugh out there yesterday. But see, because we weren't doing it with self-indulgent and self-sufficient oh, people, we knew what today. Yeah. Mr. O'Brien had a genius idea. We moved the minibus, and then the heat came on the salads. <laughs> and Bruce is like, you'll need to get the bus back in. I says, we can't bring the bus to shelter the salads. Mr. Brian's like, I've got an idea. Ripped up some boxes, put it over the salads. And we're thinking, genius. <laughs> see, 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 see for the self-indulgent, the self-sufficient. They would want to, they, they, that would be, that would be, that would be too out-the-box tactic. Yeah. That was an out-the-box tactic, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I'm funnier than that. Eh. <laughs> uh, and he says he had a dream, so what he does is, and, and when you get into tactics, this is what Gideon says, what I want you to do is to 300 men, we're all going to get a big trumpet. A big trumpet, I want you going, no. Because we're going to do the TJ Jakes finish, right? <laughs> no, I want no, no, no. You can play it. You can just tinkle there. Just eat good. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I've got to... I hope you can do that. <laughs> Uh. Just play it the way Rachel played it yesterday. <laughs> See, it's great to laugh like that, isn't it? Yeah. Don't you think so? Yeah. Don't you think? It's good to laugh like somebody. Somebody's have a heart attack at that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I need to get this in. The, 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 the 300 men, then he, he says to him, I want you to get trumpets. 300 trumpets. Trumpet in one hand. And I want you to get, and when you read it again, it's a lantern with a candle in it, another hand. Now, you've got to remember, glass wasn't he about then. Right? You couldn't have Murano glass. It didn't exist. Right? <laughs> so they would have had clay or whatever, right? And it would have been and then a candle inside it. So they'd light in one hand and a noise in another hand. And I want to tell you what God was doing here. And what God, I believe, is doing with your life. And so he'll keep on doing with your life. Gideon knew that I'm going to hurt. See, here's the deal. See, the, the, the enemy, they didn't know God had sent them all home. Um, they still thought they were 32,000. They didn't, God, didn't he let the enemy know that, that, that 31,700 went away back to where? Their own place. Oh, okay, let me tell you something, church. See, when people leave, don't flip and gossip. I'm so glad we're not a gossip church when people leave. Because see, if you don't gossip when people leave, God will use you, use them to equip you. So the enemy does they know, right? So the enemy does they know. So they're going, ah, when these two many nights are talking, they're like, oh no, that's... They think they're talking to Gideon who's got 32,000. So Gideon knows that and goes, what we need to do is... Make some noise. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll get loads of light. And I'll make it sound as if the hundreds and millions. I'll make it sound as if the 32,000 of us. Yeah. So what they've done is, and then it says this, 
We'll blow the trumpet so a hundred years will go to that party where the enemy, and it says there are 20,000 enemy. They've got camels, they've got everything, they're chilling. Hey, they don't know the enemy's going to come at midnight. They don't know Gideon's coming at midnight in the dark. You know, try giving their tactics to the self-indulgent. They were doing Shrek to one souls this year. They were doing the wizard. They say, oh no, that's no religious enough. You can't talk the tactics to people. Let's get some glow sticks and some loud music. They would freak out at that. They'd want to have an opinion about that. Yeah. They, they, you know what I mean? I want to have an opinion. Can I have an opinion about that? No, you can't. You've got an ugly bag. Yeah. Can't have an opinion about that. Need to leave. So here they go. So they get into the battle. So Gideon puts a hundred there, a hundred here, and a hundred here. And then he says, oh, you need to read this bit. I need, I need to let you see this bit. I love this. It's so, it's so Christ-like. Is that okay? 300 men. It says, then Gideon says in one of the verses, it says, once you see me doing this, look at me and do likewise. See, he's quoting Jesus now. Thousands of years before Jesus. What did Jesus say? Do likewise. Gideon's saying, look at me and do likewise. That's what he says. So he says, I'm going to blow the trumpet with these hundred men over here. You're going to blow the trumpet with a hundred men over there. And you're going to blow the trumpet with a hundred men over here. And all the enemies got to be sitting. And they made such a loud noise that every one of their lanterns broke. So here they've came as 100 men. All they can hear is, you're thinking 20,000 men and all they can hear is this absolute, they think they're (laughs) 32,000. But 32,000 are no good because they're a nightmare, right? So they blow the trumpet, the lanterns crack. Have you ever, have you ever heard glass? Remember you used to do that, you fling aerosol cans into, oh no, you've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever fling an aerosol can into your fire and then run with the clappers? Yeah. i done that last Tuesday, honestly, it works. No, I'm looking at And you fling the aerosol can into fire, boom. Yeah. Right? Just give you a wee bit. Hey! You go and get the timing right. <laughs> so, so the aerosol no, not the aerosol can. Right, so, so they blew, he blew the trumpet and it says that they all, in one accord, do likewise. They all blew... <laughs> oh, that's something to finish here. Come on, people want him. Right, so, 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 so the, 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 the aerosol... <laughs> they blew the trumpet. It was so noisy. I'm killing this. Right, it was so noisy that it cracked the lanterns. Come on, let's make some noise. (laughs) It was so noisy. Listen to me. Oh, you're killing it. It was so noisy with the sound of the trumpets. The other lanterns cracked and that would have made a massive bang. But not only that, it created such... You think of the amount of light and fire that created. You think about the amount of light and fire that created. And then it says this. That every one of the Midianites fled for their life. Here is the moral of the story. I want to see this. Can the rest of the band come up? Go and get half up. Because <laughs> that was awesome, though. Not as good as Rachel, but it was awesome. I don't even think you need to play in tune to play that stuff. <laughs> I, want <to> see <laughs> I want to see this. It was near the 300. Uh, that Gideon defeated the enemy with. It wasn't the 10,000 that Gideon defeated the enemy. He defeated the enemy with 32,000. So when Neil's men were talking about the dream, the enemy thought they were talking about 32,000 men. They didn't know they were only 300. And because Gideon got wind of this, he knew how to make a noise. He knew how, I'm going to sound like 32,000 men. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a lesson. 
Firstly, stop talking about who's not here. He's a rip who's not here. Stop talking about who's not here. <laughs> By the way, we're no gossips anyway, it's great. Who's left and who's no longer in your life? Stop talking about who's no longer in your life. Let them live in their own place. See, God put them back to their own place. He's like, I'm going to keep them quiet for a wee while. Because I'm going to use them. Don't gossip. You're brilliant at that as a church. You're already great at that. Secondly, <laughs> see the people that get eliminated for your life. They were absolutely vital for you to start to make a noise. <laughs> You would not be making a noise the day if the people were, was not eliminated, were not eliminated for your life. Wow. They were actually vital to your victory yeah. and your freedom. Without them, you wouldn't be making as much noise. Without them, you wouldn't have been fire for God. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You would not be what you are the day if people didn't leave you. You would not be where you are the day if people did not leave you. The 32,000 were vital because now you make a noise. Now you've got tactics. Now you know how to take down giants. Now you know how to have unity. Now you know how to beat things. (laughs) Without the elimination process, you wouldn't have the wisdom you've got. See, if the people that left your life who you thought were going to be always in your life didn't leave your life, you wouldn't have the knowledge you've got today. You wouldn't have the courage you've got today. You wouldn't have the boldness you've got today. You would not have the tenacity you've got today. You would not have the tactics you've got today. You would not have the fire in your belly you've got today. Thirty-two thousand. God's like, I'm using them all. I'm using them all. I'm glad for the ugly bag folk. Really? I'm the man I'm, I'm the day because of the ugly bag folk. <laughs> Seriously. We're building the church. We're building the day because of that. Because of the self-sufficient and the self-indulgent that we can now raise up the people that God wants yeah. to raise up. Amen. Who can make a great noise without them. Who can make a great noise without them. Yeah. We might not be 32,000 But see the night, let's sound like 32,000, amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Hope United. You can stay connected with us through our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages.